Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this man back. A great friend of mine for a long time, former um, representative for the great state of Texas. It's Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great, Joe. Thanks. L- let me let me ask you something up front you didn't know I was going to ask you. How do you feel about District 2 right now? You all right with that? I'm all right with that, yes. Because, I mean, a lot of people complain about the guy who, who uh, succeeded you. And, and I'm still getting a gauge of him. I, I think I think Dan Crenshaw is a, a great American that he went and fought for us. But a lot of people have some wonderment about some of the things he says. But, I mean, you, you ever cringe when you hear some of that stuff? Are you okay with it? Uh, I'm all right with it, yes. Uh, you know, it, he represents the district now. I don't. So um, I think he's doing all right. Now, your health wasn't the greatest when you stopped being a representative. And you're, you're doing well now. And thank God you are. I hope you live to be 150. Um, any thought about ever jumping back in? You know so much about so much, Ted, and we need a guy like you, I think. <laughs> oh, yes. I think about it all the time. I do miss it. I mean, to be honest, I do miss it. I certainly do. But my health health is good now. The leukemia is in, uh, under control. Good Lord's taking care of me. Thank God. So if you were in right now, what would you do? Because you guys have the majority in the House. If you were in the House right now, you'd be a Republican. You'd be in the majority. I like what McCarthy's doing so far. He's stood by his word so far. Um, they're having a lot of committee meetings, a lot of hearings, a lot of subpoenas. Are they moving at a, at a good pace for you or not? Well, I think the focus needs to be on the president, not Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden is just one uh, person in, involved in the uh, Biden crime syndicate. Right. So I think the focus should be on the president, the, thing, the things that he has done, uh, more so than, than Hunter Biden. I don't think the care, country cares about really Hunter Biden. Uh, and also, I think the, the, the Congress uh, should refocus on um, the war party that is in, in Washington. Yes. The war party is made up of members of Congress in both parties and the elites in Washington, the military industrial complex, uh, trotting off to war, you know, trying to uh, go into uh, our uh, Ukraine. I think we're, we're in there with the military hardware, uh, the, the next step, uh, I think, is going to be we're going to have troops in Ukraine. That's uh, that's a big problem. There's no end game. Nobody says what the end game is. Yeah. They want to defeat Russia. You're not going to defeat Russia by doing defense in Ukraine. It has to go into uh, Russia before their, Russia would be defeated. And I hope we don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, I'd, I'd refocus on, hey, what is it in for the United States to support this dictatorship, this country that is corrupt? Uh, what is in it for the United States? How is it in our national interest? And they say, well, to save democracy. Yeah. Well, not so much. It ain't, it's not a demo- democratic country. So refocus on why we're in Ukraine. It's it's democracy, Ted. Come on. Why do you hate democracy? You, you know, <laughs> uh, we hear that this guy has shut down some religions from worshiping. He shut down the press. He's making millions of dollars. There's no accounting for the billions that we've sent them. Let me ask you this. It, again, and this is just about the mechanisms of the House of Representatives. Do they have to just allow Biden to give him another half a billion when he feels like it? Is this discretionary money? Why doesn't the House have to sign off on every cent he's sending to Ukraine? It's like $29 billion so far. Well, I think the House does have to sign off on it. And uh, they, they ought to uh, re, uh, re-vote on some of the issues regarding uh, money to Ukraine. Basically, uh, the president has uh, declared war on Russia through the proxy war that's going on in Ukraine. He did that without uh, congressional approval of that. Uh, the money, there's no accounting for it. Every time you ask the administration, uh, where did this money go? They just laugh at you because they can't tell you where it went. It just went to Zelensky and his war effort, allegedly. And so we're, do- we're doing that to our own detriment for our own preparedness 
uh, here in the United States, our military preparedness. But yes, Congress can do some things because they control the money. They need not to appropriate money for any more endless wars. That is their job. That is what they're supposed to do. I guess the, I guess the question that. is, had, have they already appropriated it? Was this in Nancy Pelosi's budget and Biden's doing anything that he wants? Um, or does he, because it doesn't sound like he's going to Congress every time asking for money. He just has it. I think it is from the previous budget that was approved by the House of Representatives. It should not have been, by the way. It should not have been. And it will come up again that sometime this year there will be another uh, appropriation bill for the military and Biden's uh, spending in endless wars. Uh, hopefully the House of Representatives will take a good look at that and say, is this really in the best interest of the United States? But Congress can control the purse strings that the president is spending money for throughout the world. And they ought to do that. That's their job. It's not the president's job. Former judge, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, always glad to have you on, Ted. Um, so you've been to Ukraine. We know that Biden is deep into the corruption in Ukraine. We know that his son was making $83,000 a month for a job he had no clue what it was about. He didn't know anything about energy. Uh, we know that Biden lied about not meeting the Burisma people. We've got pictures of him with them. We know that he he um, uh, basically um, bribed, or well, didn't bribe them. I guess he did. I guess you'd call it, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a different legal word for it. But he said, you don't get the billion dollars if you don't fire this prosecutor. We know that happened. We know that Trump asked about the Biden corruption in Ukraine and was impeached over it. Ted, how deep does this go? Because nobody really cares this much about Ukraine. Uh, look, the people are great. I hope that they, they survive this. I want, I want Russia to get out. Don't get me wrong, I hate Putin. But we don't really care that much about Ukraine other than Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine as the vice president, and he's got deep ties in Ukraine, right? That is correct. Remember, he was also in charge of China when he was right. uh, vice president of the United States. Yep. I, personal opinion, I think it's payback to the Ukrainian government. I really do. For From from the Biden uh, family. So, well, I mean, but do you think Ukraine has something on him in, in that Zelensky could say, hey, Joe, if you don't give us the $29 billion, we're going to let people know about this? Maybe so, but I think it's payback. I really do. Can we find out? Well, don't we, don't we have the right to know? Well, certainly we have the right to know. It's And that's Congress's responsibility to find out all the nuts and bolts about uh, this transaction, the relationship between the, the Biden family and the Ukrainian government. And to me, that relationship is the reason that we are in uh, Ukraine. It's not in the national interest of the United States. It's not really the national interest of Ukraine. It's uh, between the Bidens and uh, Zelensky. Former U.S. Representative, former Judge Ted Poe. He's an awesome guy. Could, seriously, he's very, very funny. And just look at the hairdo. Ted, I can't do that. I honestly can't. Uh, so l l let, me go, let me go back to something you said a little while ago, which I thought was very important. You say, go after Joe Biden. Don't go after Hunter Biden. But as a former judge, and if you were sitting on one of these committees, question maybe the Judiciary Committee, maybe the Intelligence Committee, don't you need Hunter Biden to get to Joe? Because as the sitting president, he has a lot of immunity. Uh, it's hard to, 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 to charge a sitting president with a crime unless you have it spelled out in front of you. Is it your belief that the laptop already spells it all out, you don't need Hunter, or don't you need to go through him? Well, let me, let me just be, uh, to be clear, as Obama would always say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Hunter Biden is evidence of the corruption gotcha. in the president's uh, uh, activities. He, but he is not the end goal to get him because he's just he's just one part of the evidence right. in the in the Biden uh, in my opinion corruption. And so, but the the end game is to examine the president's actions yes. and his relationships that he has uh, formulated in Ukraine and other places like China. Uh, 
just Hunter Biden is just a witness to all of that. You know, I've had Rudy Giuliani on many times. He's a good friend of mine. And he, of course, learned how to use RICO the proper way to take down all the crime you know, families in New York. He was very, very successful. Um, how is this not a RICO case? Because RICO basically says, if this guy gives the order, then these people carry the bags and that, those people shoot the guns and these people do that. You could, you could charge everybody with everything. How is this not that? It could be. It certainly could be. But you got to remember who's doing the investigation. It's the Justice Department Mary and the Garland. FBI. Yeah. Yes, and that, they will never indict Hunter Biden, or except for maybe carrying a pistol, and certainly not go after the president. They're not going to be cooperation, not going to do the investigation. We've already seen that they are totally biased uh, in favor of the administration, the Justice Department, and the FBI. That's my opinion, and it looks like by what they're not doing, uh, it's true. They're biased. It's amazing. And you're absolutely right. Now, let's go back to Ukraine and, and Russia, because China suddenly is buddy, buddy with Russia. How concerned should the American people be with a coalition between those two countries? We should be very concerned yeah. about it. They are uh, two, two of the three, we're the third, most powerful, militarily uh, speaking, uh, nations on Earth. And uh, I think we should be very concerned about that coalition. We have driven China and Russia closer together. Uh, over the last few years by uh, our actions or inactions. And frankly, I don't think the Chinese consider us a threat to China. Uh, It's just uh, by the way they act, the way they uh, uh, talk about the United States and uh, their relationship with Russia. They're not worried about the United States because of the, the way that they are acting. And so we've driven those two countries close together. And now you've got the world lining up similar to what they did in World War I and World War II. Uh, Countries are picking sides on alliances, on whose side they're going to be on, and are we going to have another spark that starts another war? We could have because the countries have all lined up on certain uh, certain sides. you got the East and the West fighting each other now, it looks like. I hope it doesn't end up being that. It's Ted Poe. Go follow him at Judge Ted Poe on uh, on Twitter. Um, again, great, incredible information. Uh, I've got to ask you, I, I want to just completely switch gears here. And I hope that, uh, before I do, there was word, and I've, I've seen reports, and tell me if you've seen this as well. You still have people in, in Washington that get back with you. Was there an offer to sit down and negotiate like a year ago, and the Biden administration said no? Yes, there was uh, a uh, request to... Uh, for Ukraine and Russia to get together. I think it was uh, going to be brokered by Turkey, and the United States got in and said, no, we're not going to talk. That's my understanding of what didn't happen or did happen uh, about having a uh, a ceasefire at least. Could you think of a reason why we wouldn't want them to talk? No, I can't think of any rational reason why we wouldn't want the war to stop in Ukraine against Ukraine and Russia. Why would we not want it to end? Uh, But apparently we don't want it to end. We just keep sending more military hardware to Ukraine. And you ask the end game, nobody in Washington, D.C. can say what the end game is. Now, Biden did mention um, several months ago the end game was to remove Putin from being the the head of Russia. I'm not sure that's the end game. I hope that's not what the end game is because there's only one way to do that, and that is to go into Russia itself. Makes no sense. uh, but yes, that's my understanding. That happened. Well, uh, well Ted, it's like Afghanistan. Uh, in Afghanistan, when you would ask Obama what his victory looked like, he well, I don't really know that we know what victory looks like. 
Well, what the hell is that? Well, then why are we there? And talking about Afghanistan, couldn't we have taken the $85 billion in military equipment and just shipped it over to Ukraine instead of sending more money, instead of letting the Taliban have it? Absolutely. Now, just look at the last few wars that the United States has been in, endless wars. Afghanistan, 20 years, and what did we decide? We're going to run, is basically abandon it, abandon our allies, take off and run in the darkness of the night, leave all that military equipment there, leave our allies there, people who worked with the United States, they're Afghans, their lives have been threatened. Uh, Some of them have disappeared since we abandoned that place. And we did the same thing in Vietnam. We just decided, okay, we're out of here. We're giving the country back to whoever wants to take it. And we did that after 10 years of war. And you could say the same thing about Korea if you want to. We just go in, we bomb the place, and then we eventually leave. And don't forget Iraq. Same situation with Iraq. Is the, is the world better off because we abandon those countries or not? And we just we have no end game in these endless wars. But it, it helps the military-industrial complex. It helps those people who want to build weapons uh, and sell those or use those. And um, for some reason, Americans like to go to war. And here's another one. It's pretty sick. It really is because I would never, ever take on any competition and war is a deadly competition without knowing what a win looks like. What does victory look like? What is what is a loss look like? When is it time to get out? It, it appears to be exactly what you're saying to to stoke a, a, a fear in America where we all say, yeah, let's go save Ukraine. And then the military industrial complex makes all the money. And why would they ever want that to stop? They don't care what their human sacrifice is. They're making billions of dollars. It's Ted Poe. Go follow him at Judge Ted Poe on Twitter. Let me switch gears to East Palestine. You and I were, were doing what we're doing now. Well, actually, you were in, in uh, Congress at the, at the time that Hurricane Katrina hit. George W. Bush took a bath when Hurricane Katrina hit because he didn't bring FEMA in fast enough. He didn't bring in Mike Brown, didn't do enough to, Brownie didn't do enough to get into, uh, into New Orleans and help people. When, by the way, Blanco, the governor, had to ask for help, and she didn't. When Negan, the, the mayor, had to ask for help, and he didn't. So it was really on them for not, for not getting federal aid fast enough. Let's fast forward to East Palestine. You've got people who can't drink the water, can't eat the food, can't breathe the air. Animals are dying all over the place. People are coming up with weird uh, uh, bronchitis and asthma symptoms. And we have this gigantic mushroom cloud over Ohio and Pennsylvania. And FEMA said no at first. They said no. I think they're going to say yes now because Trump got on a plane and went there. And, and they, they, they look stupid now. The, the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, hasn't been there yet either. Compare and contrast the response because everybody who was on the left said George W. Bush didn't like black people, didn't want to save people after Katrina. And everybody, for three weeks, they've been ignored in East Palestine, and nobody seems to care. Especially the president doesn't seem to right. care. So what does he do? He goes to Ukraine and talks about helping them and pay, <clears throat> paying, their, paying their bills, supporting their their government. Uh, paying their pensions, Ted. Paying the pensions of people who, who worked for the government. He's going to make sure that they get nuclear power in Ukraine. You know, he won't even do that in the United States. So he's over there apparently trying to be the world leader for Ukraine while at home, you know, people are suffering um, in Ohio. It makes absolutely no sense. He is not the president of Ukraine or president of the world. Right. He's president of the United States. His obligation really is to put America first. And maybe those folks in Ohio should get to the front of the line because of what's happened to them on the destruction of their their land, their livelihood. But maybe it's who those people are. Maybe he just doesn't like those people. 70% uh, voted for Trump. 70% voted for Trump. And, and, they're, they're, and, blue, and they're, they're blue-collar white Americans. That left right. has got to say it because that's what it is. 
blue collar white Americans and their lower middle class folks, you know, and none of those people apparently, uh, according to the Biden administration, support him. So, you know, you're on your own out there in Ohio, as you say, that mushroom cloud goes up above it. And and they say, oh, it's OK. Uh, you, you can you can drink the water, even though all these fish are dead and plants are dying and you're getting sick. I mean, listen in action. Dereliction of duty on the administration for not even showing up. Right. And then, then your uh, secretary of transportation said that uh, he had to take a personal day or something why well, he, he couldn't go over there today. No, he did. He was questioned last night by somebody, and he, he took a picture of the reporter as if to threaten her and said, yeah, I'm taking some personal time now. You, you, you can't ask me these questions. <laughs> this is after he had a two-month paternity leave. I got five right. kids, Ted. I've got a bunch of months of paternity leave coming. I had no idea I could do that. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is Ted Poe. Ted, I've got maybe 10 seconds, maybe 15, when uh, the Ohio governor calls FEMA. Isn't it their job just to say yes? That is their job, to say yes. They said no. So yet, a national emergency, the key word is emergency yes. in the phrase FEMA. And they're, they're always supposed to say yes. Every disaster that we've had, yes. normally FEMA shows up and right away, even on the hurricanes, all of that. And, and just to say, uh, no, this is the railroad's responsibility no, to crazy. clean up the mess they made. So. Nope. It should have been there. Ted, you're absolutely right, and I love having you on to, to make sure everybody understands exactly how it should work. It's uh, former judge, former representative Ted Poe. Ted, I appreciate you. Let's talk soon. All right. Thank All right. you, Joe. Hey, right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Always glad to have Ted Poe. Let's see his Hi, Poe. Make it happen. What's going on? Did you see the story about uh, Alec Baldwin and the whole Rust situation that they're going to resume filming in Montana with Alec Baldwin? I'm sorry. They're going to Alec Baldwin's going to be on it. Yes. How is that possible? He might be in jail. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think they would cancel it? <laughs> Guess not. All right, that's Polo, that's CJ, I'm Joe, that's Carrie. We'll see you, bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.